Welcome to Charm Chat. I'm Nicole from A Pretty Charmed Life. I'm Angie from Daily Charm Addict. And I'm Rita from A Charmed Dreamer. Together, we share our not-so-secret charm addictions, discuss hot topics in the bead world, and of course, spill the beads on life. So, are you ready? Okay, let's chat. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Charm Chat therapy session, I mean, episode. My patients today are Nicole and Rita. Hello, ladies. Hello, Hello. Angie. Well, one thing I remember from my psychology degree is that we are pulled towards behaviors with positive, effective experiences. So that basically means if it feels good, we want to do it more. Oh, wait, maybe that was Dr. Phil. Okay, wait, either way, (laughs) there's always a deeper why behind what we do. So I think Carla from Own Beads coined a great phrase in bead therapy. So relax, get comfortable, and let's talk about all the positives we get from the world of charms. So it could be a sense of excitement, relaxation, creativity. There's no right or wrong here, but hopefully it's a positive emotion. So Nicole, why don't you start us off with what you get out of designing with your beads? So for me, you know how a lot of people like to paint or color or do you know stuff like that to kind of get in their zone? For me, playing with my charms, whether it's cleaning them, designing with them, organizing them, for me, it is very calming and relaxing. For me, it's really a creative outlet as well. This whole Instagram thing started as a creative outlet for me in a really, really stressful time. So it is definitely a stress release and a like take me away kind of thing for me. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely for me, I have this drive to create. So designing with beads, it's that outlet creatively that I used to either paint or draw or scrapbook. I need some way to kind of express that. And for me, now it's beads. And I think there's something to having that time to do it. And there's so many benefits of having a hobby from lower stress and happiness. All I know is when Rita said, take me away. Was that a thing in Canada? They're like, Calgon, Calgon, take me away. away. Yeah, we say that all the time. Pandora, take me away. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Yeah. So speaking of getting taken away, let's talk about the how and where we bead. Because there is always a why as to why we're doing this, right? I know that where I play with my charm stresses Angie out (laughs) because I like to play with my beads on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) It's just in carpeting. Yes. (laughs) And um, you would think I would have learned my lesson because I used to have like a really shaggy rug and I would lose charms in there all the time. I'd find them all the time, but I'd always be like, never play on here again. What about you, Rita? Where do you like to play beads? For me, because it's a relaxing thing, I'm usually on my bed and I have a little lap desk that I use and, you know, sometimes charms get lost on my bed too. I've also, when I wasn't feeling well, I remember being downstairs, being on the couch and I had that little lap desk. It's so good because I just brought my trays down and I would just watch TV and do it at the same time. Angie. You have a special location. I want to know more about yours. Okay, I didn't always have an ohm home. I used to sit on my bed and build bracelets as well, but you guys are making me sweat with the carpeting and <laughs> losing the beads and charms. Like I would have a metal protector over the vent cover. I would have everything really corralled and I wouldn't move and nobody else was allowed in the room. I'm very like particular with my beads. I'm so scared to lose one. Luckily, once the kids moved out, I was able to use a spare bedroom and turn it into my own home. And for me, this is just a pure sanctuary. I have all my music. I have my artwork that I like. It's basically having this teenage room of all my favorite stuff and all my beads. Mm -hmm. So I love it so much. And I get to have all my beads out all the time, which is nice because then you can just drop in and work on them when you want. And then I put them all away. I tuck them all in at night. (laughs) 
So where are you? Are you on the bed or on the floor in your own home? Home, home. <laughs> oh, I have a table and a... <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> Just amazing. I love it so much. It's bead therapy goals. You know what's funny is I had bought a desk dedicated to like put some of my charms on and to play with my charms and I still prefer the floor. <laughs> Wherever you're comfortable, that's what matters, right? Just, I can't handle it when you lose a bead. <laughs> I have only lost one to the vacuum, but I... I know now I was just playing with them that I didn't even know what I had. So when I was putting them away, like it didn't even dawn on me until like weeks later that it was gone. So now when I do play, I make sure that I know what I'm playing with. And then I could just make sure it's put away safely. So I have not lost any more charms. Okay. Have you guys ever done like a beads and coffee kind of thing? Like, would you go to a getaway and be with other people when you build bracelets or? Oh my gosh. Do you remember when we did beads and coffee with Emily? And oh my gosh, at that time, I didn't have any own beads. It was so fun to play with all of hers. <laughs> and then last year, I also met Martha and Sierra for coffee. And, you know, we talked beads and stuff. There's something about meeting other bead friends. For me, it's such a solitary, relaxing time. So I really get meditative when I'm doing playing with the beads and planning a bracelet, listening to music. So I, sometimes I just don't want to talk. I just want to work on it and think about it and enjoy them and that kind of thing. Yeah, I usually have music blaring when I do it <laughs> in my room. Um, and that's my relaxing as well. And then I've also lately been setting up my digital planning for my beats and for the social media stuff. And that's very relaxing. And it kind of sometimes takes my mind off of like, you know, buying stuff and spending money. <laughs> so that's kind of therapy in itself. It's like the 30-minute treatment because then you're tempted to buy stuff again. Yeah, it doesn't last. <laughs> I usually design by myself. My favorite, though, is when Presley wants to join me and she'll bring out her charms and Aww. like start creating bracelets, too. And she creates the best designs. She doesn't care like what matches and what goes and what doesn't, and they come out so good. Oh, I wish I had her free spirit like that. <laughs> I think there's something to us brainstorming as well. And we like to kind of bounce ideas off each other. So that's really fun. Yeah, because even when I do design by myself, I'm not really by myself because I'm snapping pictures and sending it to you ladies and getting opinions and whatnot. And then I map it out too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're so good at that. <laughs> that's fun too in itself. What I do is I play with the photos too. So I'll take photos and I find photos I take out the background. So I'm like playing. So it's a little artistic as well. So that's another, you know, creative outlet for me. Well, as much as I like to design my bracelets alone, sometimes you need a little retail therapy and either going to the store or making an order online is also very therapeutic. <laughs> I'm sure you guys agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys know about my Pandora high when I go to the store. I'm like in the car. I have just gone to Pandora and done whatever I had to do. And guys, I'm all over. And you send us about 47 voice notes with yeah. just excited, <laughs> rambly um, Rita. Yeah. <laughs> I like to call them the Rita monologues because yeah. <laughs> she will literally send like 10 full one minute things. I'm like, I don't have 10 minutes to listen to yeah. this, Rita. Sorry. No, nobody <laughs> listens to me anyway, so it's okay. And half of, the, half of them have some crazy fan on where it's like you're oh, yeah. in a tornado. So It's my car. <laughs> but you are so happy. Like the joy in your voice after you go on your retail therapy yeah. excursion is, uh, it's so cute. I think I mentioned in one of our 
previous episodes how I have butterflies in my stomach when I'm when I'm anticipating going to the store or even when you're waiting for some bead mail to come. There's just such a thrill. There's sort of the process of thinking about buying, planning what you're going to buy, placing the order or, you know, going to the store, choosing what you want, and then having the item. So we probably need therapy to stop doing this. But (laughs) I will have to say I've made some improvement because historically, when I'd go to Disneyland, the the Pandora store is like where I'd have to go to first. Like I'd have to, like I'm itching. Like I literally can't think of anything else or want to do anything else other than get to that darn Pandora counter. Mm -hmm. And in the last two trips, I'm like, okay, I can save this for the end of the day. I got this. Yeah, I couldn't do it. That's always our first stop when we (laughs) go is Disney Mm -hmm. Springs and straight to it. My family knows don't talk to me until I cannot (laughs) relax until I have the beads I need for myself and my friends (laughs) before I start. Me too. I don't always buy the first day unless it's something that I know I won't be able to find. But I always go first day for sure. Oh, I still go the first day. The last episode, didn't she say she went to two promos and she kept going back (laughs) to the store and... So, wasn't uh-huh. the first day. Okay, Rita. <laughs> Actually, one was. <laughs> and that's how I got two promos because it was, we were there like on the Thursday. So I went that day and then I went the week after and it was a totally different promo. Did you ever go into the parks and go on a ride or was it solely for <laughs> Pandora? I know. Shopping is my number one thing in Disney yeah, that's before true. the rides. <laughs> for your retail therapy, does it feel the same whether it's online or in store? Yes and no. So there's some things definitely for a big sale, like, you know, Ohm's 50% off sale. I don't sleep the night before. <laughs> I'm like thinking, what am I going to get? Yeah, especially if there's that time constraint pressure, like that things could sell out or yes. you might not be able to get on the website or something like that. Yeah. So there's always the excitement. There's always a little bit of nervousness. But going into an actual store is a little bit different because and maybe it's because it's instant gratification. <laughs> because you're getting something you're picking it up you have it in your hands right away maybe there's something to that i hope one day we can have bead stores like with own beads and troll and elf beads and all that stores that we can go into here in canada anyway i find it really relaxing to go in store i'm probably a little more excited online to purchase but I'm excited to go to the store and get in the store. But once I'm there, that's the one kind of shopping where I can really slow down and take my time as long as it's not pressured and other people aren't waiting. But I know when to go so that it's quiet and I get their undivided attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) can look at everything. That's really fun. I prefer to shop in store because I get to come home with it. But from a like therapeutic thing, I feel like when you order online, there's so many like stages. You order online, your order has shipped, you stock your shipping five times a day, and then it (laughs) arrives. And then you get to open the box. So it's kind of like a longer, a longer therapy session (laughs) than a quick fix. Okay, but then you start ordering every day so that you have a constant stream <laughs> of packages coming, and it's very addictive, I have to say. When, when you say you, you mean yourself, right? She's projecting. <laughs> She's projecting right yeah. now. Well, am I? I don't know. I think I've compared a waiting list with somebody on this podcast. <laughs> Mine is not as bad. It has been. <laughs> don't you, don't no, you fight with me about no. this. <laughs> okay, Angie, how many packages are you waiting for? Right <laughs> well, I've pared down the list a little. So I've got maybe seven waiting to come and then a couple <laughs> perpetual ones. I don't know. I'd have to check perpetual. my list. I can't remember. Okay. I have two. I have two. Ah, I have three. Two. I'm winning. Hmm. Hmm. Or losing. I don't know. It depends <laughs> which way you're right. looking at it. <laughs> 
Is it bad that I have two from the same location coming? Within hours of each other? Probably. (laughs) Probably, but no. (laughs) Okay, moving on from that uh, confession. (laughs) Oh, one thing I did want to talk about that's kind of bead-related and therapy-related, but sort of different, is the OM Studio To Go program. I know Nicole has tried this. It's that at-home bead-making experience, so you sign up and you get sent little wax beads basically and then you use this hot pen and you can create new beads from these sort of designs what do they call them franken omkensteins uh i find it really relaxing and meditative so it's you use this hot pen to melt the wax and join different parts of these wax designs that they send to you. I think Ohm really tries to focus on the relaxation part of the process and there's no pressure about the end product. So it's really just enjoying the act of doing kind of thing. It's so much fun. It's you have to really, I find for me that I really have to concentrate and the time flies by because you don't, you know, think about anything else other than doing this. And I know Nicole, you've tried it too, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah, we did it a ton. Presley and I got really into it during like quarantine time because there wasn't a ton to do. And we both needed creative outlets. And it was definitely therapeutic. I know the first time that we did it again, like five hours. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I didn't feed my kid lunch. (laughs) But yeah, it's you just, again, get in the zone of what you want to create and watching something come together that you weren't sure if you could do or watching it fail um but yeah even presley was like mom can we play with making charms I'm like sure and you you actually got some of the charms back right you sent them in to be yeah cast I, in I was doing that a lot in the beginning so it's really cool to get your final product back for sure it's on my wish list you guys i really want to do it because i used to make jewelry with beads and it's just something that i would love to do so well rita they actually have a kit now that's just a few little wax samples. It's like a one project type of thing. There's, I think there's a, still a special going on where you get the pen as well so that oh. you can just, it's called a thinker box. So it, you can just play with that, think about it, decide if it's something that you want to continue doing. And I think that's a really cool idea because Ohm just wants everybody to be part of the process and part of the community. And I think that's really neat. Yeah, it's more doable. I think like for me right now, that would be that would be ideal. So I've got to look into that more. Yeah, it's just a really different thing. I, I think it's a really cool idea. Speaking of the community aspect that I think Ohm does such a really good job at like bringing to life from a company standpoint. But I think part of the addiction when I first started my charm therapy <laughs> was <laughs> was the community and being able to like meet people and engage with people and all the friendships that you built. I know that's where I got addicted to like the Instagram portion of it, which led to this discovering this awesome community. Yeah, it's amazing that something like beads can bring so many people together. And I know people who know that I have a tattoo of the Pandora crown and the Ohm logo. Nobody really understands that. But for me, obviously, it represents so much more than just, you know, being a brand promoter kind of thing. It's not about that for sure. Obviously, becoming friends with you guys is the best part of this journey. And I'm just so happy that Charm Collecting has brought us together. So in fact, actually talking about that next week, Nicole is going to take us back to how we connected in the first place, which I think will be really fun. And then also how this amazing worldwide community of bead collectors kind of has come together, which I think is amazing, especially over the past couple of years. I think it really helped a lot with our sanity and the word therapy really comes to mind. Like I would have been lost without that connection to, to the outside world through you guys, for sure. 
Uh, I'm so excited for the next episode, and I can't believe next week's episode is our season finale. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it either. We have had a full season of Charm Chat. So, yeah, I will be more than happy to talk about how um, this community is built and how my vibe is my tribe. Until then, please let us know how collecting charms has enhanced your life and what positives you get out of it. I'm not a doctor in real life, but I certainly know that something that has brought so much joy and fulfillment to me has to be a good thing. You can reach out to us anytime on Instagram at Charm Chat Podcast or email us at charmchatpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening and stay charming.